welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space. <laughs> Doc, is that a bottle of wine? <laughs> well, I was going to go classy tonight, really. But then the, the corkscrewer actually broke the handle. So I've been trying to, like, slowly wiggle it off. Why can't I get to you, sweet alcohol, nectar of the gods? Do this with these. Anyway, my Fail name minus. is... Right? My name is Doc, and as always, every Sunday at 5 p.m. PDT, my two lovely co-hosts and myself bring you the news and views from all around Wildstar Online. As always, I'll introduce you guys. First off, Krug. Hi, my name is Krug, and I'm always Krug, and still my name Krug. Hi. And, and Indigo, take your time while I try to wiggle this thing off. Okay, so I'm... <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Um... <laughs> I am Indigo Jones. Uh, anyways, now I'm Indigo Jones. Thank you very much. Uh, since Doc is uh, going to do that, why don't we move straight into the week and we'll have him last. So uh, I'll start with how my week went. Uh, I put my two weeks notice in at work. So yeah! Everybody clap. That's a good thing. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, oh, does he get it? No! <laughs> Uh, uh, as for how my week is going, great, because I put my two weeks notice in, and from that, uh, I've had a ton of time in Wildstar this week, doing all of Shades Eve funness, uh, which uh, Krug and I have been doing every night, and it's really super fun. Uh, Krug, what about you? How is your week going? My week is less good because I have not put my two weeks notice in yet, so <laughs> it's a slight issue for me, but whatever. Uh, I'm probably going to get fired on Monday anyway, so that doesn't matter. <laughs> then... Really? Uh, aside from that, I've been working a bunch, ironically, so I really haven't had time to do anything but that. It's kind of boring. Ooh, I DM'd my first D&D campaign hey. yesterday. It was really fun. Uh, I'm playing with Indigo and Indigo's fiance and two, uh, one of our friends from work and her sister. And it is very fun. Uh, I did not realize that I would have that much fun. I think I, I learned a lot from that first session. Um, like, what, for example... What did I tell you? <laughs> Indigo, well, okay. Indigo told me that by the first like 10 minutes somebody will have done something that i wouldn't have expected and that we'd be going down a different path and i was like i'm pretty sure the first like session is going to be pretty on rails and kind of hard to the first thing indigo does as he uh gains consciousness is take a dead body and put it next to a living person which i did not (laughs) expect at all wait because why did you you succeed that role it was just a strength check to lift a body, like DC ten, like yeah, really oh, okay. fucking easy. So shit. I was laying down. There was a dead body to the left of me, a living body onto the right of me, and I put the dead body on the living body, and then proceeded to try to wake the living body up to scare the shit out of them. Yep, this is... that living body was another player. Anyways, <laughs> um, so that was fun, uh, and I'm excited to keep going with that campaign uh, in the future. <clears throat> Doc, what about you? Did your wine open? Um, well, my girlfriend's working on it. We were going to go classy today, but guess who has two thumbs and is no longer employed? This guy! (laughs) All three of us. Right? All three of us are are making giant moves. Mine just happens to be a lack of a paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, uh, that happened this week. So I spent most of this week just job hunting, working on my resume again. Very rarely playing games for obvious reasons. So I'm going to try and squeeze that into my new schedule, which I, you would think I'd have more free time to play games so I don't have a job. That whole responsibility thing, I, <laughs> I literally woke up on Friday morning and I wanted to text somebody, anybody, 
I think I bugged my girlfriend for half of her day at work. Like, what are you doing? Huh? What are you doing? Huh? What are you doing? Huh? What are you doing? <laughs> so there's that. But we talked enough about ourselves. Let's get into the strange tales of the week. First and foremost, if you have not heard yet, and you really want some free swag, yes, I said swag because it's not just more than one. It's the plural. Wildstar is giving away three different decor pieces. Uh, we had the link for two of them because they both are re- are, are associated with the U- with their YouTube Facebook page. You can go to their Facebook page, well, uh, facebook.com slash wildstaronline, with the link in the description and everything else. You can get yourself a Grimgord decor and a top hat of souls. So the Grimgord decor is pretty much those giant pumpkins you see running around all the capital cities and whatnot for Shades Eve. And the top hat of souls is, I think, specifically only for this giveaway, if I'm correct, right? I believe so. I haven't heard... I, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Like, we, we've seen data mine images of it on STOS before. So I guess we were wondering where this is going to actually show up. And this is it, where it's showing up this exclusive giveaway. All you have to do is... I guess if you have a fake email address, do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and not going to encourage that one. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, it, it's, it's actually a code you get that you put into your, your NCSoft account. Yep. So... You gotta do that, so be very careful with that. So other than that, get yourself top hat of souls. There's the Grimgore decor, and there's one other object, if I'm not mistaken, right? A cauldron? It was a, like a cauldron decor piece that I couldn't find. I believe they already gave them all away. That was a limited That's supply. Uh, I don't know anything about that. I mean, yeah. technically it's digital, so, I mean... Well, it's, it's all defined. <laughs> well, they, well, I remember actually, them saying that Limited it was like, is very... Yeah, very relative. See, by that logic, I would actually have my fancy pants top hat, but... <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dosmus says in chat, it's a toy. It makes you puke if you click on it. Also, yeah. Okay. If I can find the link, I'll put that in show notes and everything else like that. It Is was the toy supply. called Doc's Face? Oh. oh. Yeah, no, file that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on. We have a bit of a discussion I want to bring up to you guys. Uh, it's kind of been a huge thing since Shades Eve dropped out, and it only spread more when we had the Z Pre-Cran pre-show up. And that is talking about the cash shop and some of the items inside it. So if you yeah. don't know, mm-hmm. the cash shop obviously is here because, what is it? Um, you're able to, I, I don't know what, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not so much a clusterfuck in this case. It's just more of a, they're testing the waters big time. And I'm being very light about it. And, and, and that's what they actually said during the live stream on Friday, which is... So uh, uh, we should back up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the biggest, the big issue right now is that uh, mount items are single use, uh, single character use items. So yeah, single you, time, single character use. And yes. it's not just mount items. A lot of cosmetic items are yeah. single character, single time. And use. so there was a, a bad people, kit that was one item, one character use. Yeah, that kind of stuff. yeah. So right now they're they're doing the uh, uh, the the Delorean esque uh, hoverboard mount, and that's mm-hmm. kind of where this like sparked the Z yeah, a lot of people really, really want it, but the problem is, is that yeah, I, I would love it, I would totally buy it, but the problem is, is that you buy it and it's for one character. So then, isn't it like ludicrously expensive? Yeah. So it's wait, like it's like twenty bucks or something. Yeah, like that. actually, that's they, not a microtransaction. <laughs> yeah, they, they, someone did. I believe one of our our associates, I think Clover, actually did a little bit of the rough math, and she said that it's roughly fifteen bucks USD. Yeah, for the amount of omni omni bits and, and coin you're gonna you're gonna spend on it, which is surprisingly that's the same amount as like a hero in uh in, in Heroes of the Storm. 
Which that also is very expensive, but yeah. that's gonna... <laughs> so I don't know. That you get more gameplay out of because you can play that character a bunch, yeah. and you can only use this hoverboard or one. So uh, during the live stream, they actually someone asked them, "Hey, what's going on with this?" And uh, they said, "Look, we're testing the waters. We're trying to see what works and what doesn't work. It's possible that this may change." Uh, my, I mean, I think I know what all of your opinions are, which is. I want to see it across all or cheaper, one or the yeah, other. I don't care about seeing it across all uh, characters specifically. Like that's not the thing. What my point is is that that is too almost twenty dollars is way too much money for the value you get from the purchase that's as more it than stands. The monthly fee so either size. you, yeah, either you need to get more value out of that. You need to be able to equip it to any character or or something, or it needs to go down in price drastically. Like yeah. microtransactions aren't meant to be dollar value items are supposed to be like 99 cent maybe a dollar 50 like yeah. something you because like the the point of the microtransaction model is volume and you're not going to get volume out of a 20 dollar fucking single use item if this was 2.99 i would probably buy it yeah I, honestly yeah. i think the if it was 99 cents i think it, everyone I would buy it that's an item i would pay like five to ten bucks for but not twenty dollars well and to be honest i think that the issue here is, is mostly because it's a single claim item for one specific character, and they did make that change to some things like the Halloween Fab Kit, the Haunted House Fab Kit, but the the uh, Shades Eve uh, Haunted War Pig and the Z80 Hoverboard are still locked at fifteen to twenty bucks each in single claim use only. Now, now follow me with this tinfoil hat theory. Okay. Uh, why I think the price is estimated where it's at is because how successful the hoverboard and the glitter kitty hoverboard and the snarf links went for by buying a box. Yeah. They well what they're basically doing, I kind of want to go on that tangent and saying they want to see how far they can set the bar before people won't jump anymore and then uh-huh. they adjust it accordingly, which really sucks in these two cases because the <clears throat> Z88 hoverboard goes away today as of this recording and the skeletal war pig goes away at the end of the month, I think October, no, November 4th or something like that, right? So I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, and they did mention on the live stream, yes, we are testing the waters and how, what we can do for our community for the stream, but it almost kind of feels a little bit like a cop-out. Like, someone realized, I feel like someone realized that this is a pretty hefty, but they want to see people are willing to shell out the money for it anyway. And the backlash... I, I understand what you're saying. Like, I, if I were Carbine, I would try a slightly higher price point than I was expecting to work and then slowly notch it down until... I got to the highest feasible price point, like the most efficient, like sale volume versus highest price. And this gives me the most return on my, but this is an unrealistic price point. Like even if I could equip this to every single character that I ever created and I can use it as many times as I wanted and I could sell those items. Like if I equipped it to a character in game, I still wouldn't pay 20 bucks for this. That's like a bonkers high yeah. amount of money, especially because you're thinking about like, okay, I like this. How much cause? Okay, this is Carbine's payment metal. How much cosmetic stuff are they going to be releasing in the game now that this is how yeah. they make money? It's going to be a fuck ton. So every time I see something I like, am I going to pay twenty bucks? Fuck no. But am I going to pay ninety nine cents, a dollar fifty? Sure, yeah, I have a dollar fifty to give you a month. That's fine. Why, why is it twenty dollars? Like. That's that's well, ludicrous. There it is, is well outside the realm of there's reality. Justification for the war pig and the Z88 from the Devil's Advocate is since these are unique, limited items that they really did take the time to create the assets for. It's, they're not easy things to make. But yeah, I, but but again, I do agree it's a lot. You, you say lim. <clears throat> excuse me. Oh my god. 
you say limited, but it's a digital item. They could theoretically make an infinite number of these items and make it last as long as they want it to last. Uh, So instead of us complaining about it, what... I guess we can put our own tinfoil hats on, and what could we do to, like, say, as a community, we, this is where we would be more acceptable of buying it for. Sorry. Like, like for me, Krug like, is I'm... dying right now because of chat. <laughs> Krug's bed confirmed $20 unlock. Krug's bed confirmed $20 unlock in STOS Cash Shop because my bed, which apparently everybody likes to make fun of me so much that they notice that it's no longer but, in frame, is but, no longer in frame. Question, Krug. Wow. Is your bed multi-claim? No, my bed's single keys only. <laughs> Anyway, it's also $55. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, uh, uh, someone says in chat, time limit isn't a value. Saying that true. you can get it for a limited time does not add value to that. You are making an item that you have spent X amount of dollars building and designing. Your goal is to make that money and then some off of that product. And putting it at a high dollar value may get your money back, but I guarantee you having more people own these items is going to cause more people to buy more items. The fact is is that if it's 250, if it's 5 bucks, right? Let's just say it's 5 bucks amount and it's cross platform against all all characters, mm-hmm. right? 5 bucks, I'm buying it. 100%. The thing's fucking cool. The next one they design, if it's 5 bucks, I'm buying it. The third one, I'm buying it. If I think it's cool, I'm going to buy it at that price. But if it's twenty dollars, no, no, it doesn't add enough. It does not add a month's worth of signature status to my gameplay. Yeah, and that's something that. Oh no, I, you know what? I would normally do the stuck up uh, gamer entitlement gamer for for Indigo, but I kind of have to agree with him on that. And this is what I said before free to play showed up. Is I think this is going to be my personal real big source of contention with. NCSoft and Carbine is how they're going to part and parcel out these things to the community. And on a personal standpoint, as I said, I love playing this game, the, the price tag on the Z88 and the Warpig, not the time frame of them, that leaves a really big sour taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, Absolutely. I don't, I'm, I'm seriously thinking twice about it. Like, I was talking about dropping 40 bucks before I lost my job, and even now I was considering dropping like 20 bucks in the shop as like a part and parcel payment. Mm-hmm. I just pay whatever I want, pick a little things here and there, but Seeing the price of that board, no, I, that's, that's an extra five bucks more than what I would pay, even if I had like an equivalent of cred. I, I don't, I don't want to do it now. That legit scares me off. This I, I can get who, a whole indie game for twenty bucks. Just saying, you get multiple indie games for twenty bucks. Yeah, but that's, so, that's, that's a different. That's a different not, story here. And other, I'm not giving you twenty dollars for your hoverboard. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's I, not going to happen. Ultimately, you guys know how much we're, we're big proponents of of the game for obvious reasons. I think we can all agree that we're just not fans of that. And I, I honestly, if you even had a, a program like it was, if to entice people to get signature status even more by saying something like, "If your signature status instead of it being fifteen bucks to this hoverboard, it's now twelve or thirteen dollars," I'd be like, "Then I can get signature status and cheaper hoverboards." Something like that would probably roll roll off a lot easier than just saying, "You know, twenty bucks here it is, static, go for it." Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's. I'm pretty sure we all agree. Lower the fucking price of your fucking cosmetic well, items, Especially bro. if you're going to make it single use. Yes. Especially. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If it's single use, I'm, I, I, I'm with Krug, 99 cents. Single use, 99 cents. Specifically I'll buy it for, for fi- the hoverboard and pig, single use, I pay. I easily would pay 8 to $10 for it. Multi-use? For single use? Yes. For, for, multiple, for multiple claims, I'd probably pay like 12 to 15 to be honest. You're high on crack. Yeah. To me, that seems a little more fair. Single use item is 99 cents. Uh, yeah. Down. Well, this is not a single use item like a potion. 
No, 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 no. no, no Single no. character use. Cosmetic item. Okay, how many characters do you have? Up to $3. Characters how many play continuously? About four. No, no, just how many characters do you have, like, currently? I have... I have, I have I've maxed out. One, I have one of each class. Yeah. Right? So I have at least... Oh, and I've got two stalkers. So I've got one of each class plus two, uh, another stalker. Uh, so 99 cents per should equal out to the total cost of all of them. You know what I mean? Like... Right. Ten bucks. Ten so bucks. while I continue, I'm going to show the status progress on our on our uncorking. This is getting did better go, and better. Did it go into the wine? It went further into the wine. Yeah, it did. Anyway, let's move on to the Z Pre Hoverboard Invitational. We did get a deep dive on it. For those of you that don't know, Z Pre Hoverboard Invitational ends as of this recording. So if you're listening to it on Tuesday, too bad, so sad. We'll see you later. The popularity, Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it all, the popularity of this current Z Pre Hoverboard Invitational is completely dependent on how well... <laughs> how well we as a community pump it up and and everything else i'm gonna mute myself real fast but you two gentlemen please continue on with the show so um krug i don't know if you had an uh, opportunity to go into the z pre or not I but did. the the how what was your opinions about it uh i thought it was fun i thought that it accomplished the i'm gonna just hide doc's camera until it comes back <laughs> Uh, what was I saying? I thought it was fun. I thought it was a good implementation of something that uh, I don't think that the game was necessarily designed to be able to do. Like um, the the way that they they implemented those races was was fun. I still had some problems with not being able to race with other people. I think that yeah, was kind of that, a missed opportunity. Yeah, but, that needs to happen. Yeah, maybe if they I, they'll for sure do this in the future, right? They have all these like they they. they designed this feature I, I find it hard to believe they're never going to use it again. well i'm they, they someone at like on the live stream they said how do we make sure that we get to see this again and their response was well <coughs> talk about it on the forums talk about it on reddit talk about it ev- you know Everywhere. anywhere pump it up and then people uh people will start to you know we'll, we'll bring these back i that that was one of my issues one you can't race your friends you're just you just compare times there isn't a global um timer so like you can't like there isn't a global like how who's got the highest score and you can't compete with them it's just kind of word of mouth or there i believe there was a a a forum post that had it of uh who what your times were which cool i guess but that that's not as awesome as actually have to do in the future yeah, a leaderboard, being able to play with other people, and uh, if if there was like you know a unique hoverboard mount that I could get, like you know the Z eighty eight, if I did really well, or if I did it a bunch and they added another currency to the game, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nope, don't say that. Go fuck mm. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, and there were questions about, hey, it's coming into housing. Hey, are we going to have accesses for our own? They said, "We're talk." That's yeah. pretty much what they said. Like they, they, it's I can neither confirm nor deny what's happening with the the future of of that thing. So basically, the better we do it, promoting it as a community, showing how awesome it is, and showing all these times, that kind of stuff, the more enticed they are to bring it back, and the more willing they are to release the actual assets for us using housing. Yeah, as well as this shows little tips and tricks on how to. Uh, continuously use the track if you want to, and then until it's actually gone today, as of this recording, the the tracks were actually static in the world, so they don't disappear and reappear whenever you. Uh, you can, whenever you log you can, back in, you can tell your girlfriend she doesn't have to crawl on the floor <laughs> to get the door. 
To the, I'm gonna take a little more of uh, a sip from my geeky <laughs> wine glass. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, yeah, oh, that's nice. And uh, we're gonna go into the game notes. So basically, we already know. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> See, and this is why I miss old school days when we just did audio recording because we could just edit all of that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so game notes, uh, amps and uh, ability tier points dropped in dungeon are now bind on equip and can be sold at the auction house, which... Uh... <laughs> now you're getting trolled, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, continue, please. Uh, oh, man. Um, multi-hit, uh, multi-hit crit heals are now proc correctly. Are now proccing correctly. Cool. Uh, I didn't I'm... know that that was an issue. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, probably because I'm too low of a level to notice anything. <laughs> Still not 50. Leveling through PvP is getting a little bit slow. Yes, and apparently there's a, another rash of bots coming around. So uh... Yeah, you said that before. And, uh, Krug, you missed this because it was during pre-show, but apparently there is a rash of pre-50 battlegrounds that have bots, and I haven't noticed that. You two are I'm both we, under 50 I did right now, once. Right? What? No. You two, you two are both under 50 right now? Oh, oh under yeah, 50. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Um, Is that just a 50 problem? No, no it's, it's, an under... it's a 1 through 49 problem. Oh. Yeah, I, 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 I noticed it a single time. Remember that one time I was uh, standing next to a mask, and until I walked to a specific like part of the mask, somebody was just in the base not moving, and then I crossed a certain threshold, and they were like, oh, I'm going to attack, and then I went back, and they went back to the mask, and then they like, Interesting. It was a very bodish behavior. There was like an, a definite threshold where they started to huh. like chase me, but um, maybe that is just a person who is behaving in a weird way. Well, they were saying it's a, a big. Well they're saying it's a big issue right now in Wallachiki, <coughs> but if you were to queue for Paws of the Bloodsworn or Daggerstone, you mm-hmm. the the chances of running into bots are incredibly low. Gotcha. The chance but of yeah. getting Daggerstone is incredibly low. That's that too. too. <laughs> God, so one of the best masks, but why is so when we we'll go into the individual classes, uh, you know, Krug, because you're both an Esper and a Medic, why don't you take the first two? Sure. Uh, so Illusionary Blade, Illusion stacks now persist upon exiting combat. Okay, sure. Uh, Mental Boon now affects allies as well as party members. This is a interesting thing for me. This is kind of flavory. Uh, pyro pyrokinetic flame. Mm-hmm. Let me try that again. Pyrokinetic pyro- flame. There cannot be deflected unless you're blind. You see what they... Because it's the thing that you, that seems very flavory to me. I didn't really expect anything like that from... There, there's a few of these changes right now that are like that. Like? What? Like the next one. Like the, like the next one. Dualshock cannot for, be for deflected medics or medics. unless you're blind. Right. This is... Yes, we've moved on to medics now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's interesting, right? Yeah, it's weird. I'm trying to think. Okay, all right. Next thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uncessful. I'm agree. Buff NGs. There were no NG that. notes I saw. Either that or I was blind. It seemed like Did you other... deflect pyrokinetic flame? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to be able to tell. So empowering probes. Uh, empowering probes. Tier four is now separate. Is now separate from base ability and will not be overwritten by allies empowering probes so for you can have two instances of empowering probes active at a time as long as one is base and one is tier four right, Believe so you like, right? or basically you're just not so having your crap overwritten this is the main thing. right yes here i'm gonna bring the I'm tier four caster buff is now separate from the base ability and not be overwritten by an allies empowering probes that's what it sounds like to me 
What does right? it sound like? And not be overwritten oh by gosh. allies and it's, it's basically just because people were complaining about empowering pros oh, being okay. useless because people would just keep casting over, over, and over and overriding each other. So now it's just, okay, cool. The tier four would be different where everyone's everyone's going to have theirs up. We won't have to worry about huh. being overridden. Really simple. That's strange. Now, maybe I I think we are reading that wrong. I don't know. Okay. I'm glad to be wrong. Maybe, it's okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask, and maybe we'll put it in the show notes when we actually figure out what that means because I can't. I can't. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Thank you. Going to put in the show notes. Uh, after we actually figure out what that is, what that actually is. Uh, Quantum Cascade, uh, less AP per level, less tier damage. Fuck your Quantum Cascade. It needed a little bit of a nerf. A little uh, bit? Shields... <laughs> needed a little bit of a nerf. Uh, shield Surge cannot be deflected unless you're blinded. I don't understand this unless you're blinded. So what, a, lot of these, a lot of these things like Dual Shock and Pyrokinetic so Flame are very niche. And considering the next one I'm going to talk about, because Spellslinger's also got some changes, Dual Fire cannot be deflected unless you're blinded. So, like, Dual Fire, Dual Shock, Hyrokinetic Flame, they're kind of, like, situational, right? They'll damage and they'll heal at the same time. And I guess they would it would be deflected and everything would be cancelled out. So the idea now is that they also have fairly long cooldowns, if I'm not mistaken, for comparatively to other characters and the other abilities in the, in the class. So they figure just give them a little more of a, a love because, honestly, I never think about using Dual Fire. Even when I get it, when I'm leveling, the moment I can get a new new ability on there... Forget it. it. Takes too long. It feels like it can be passed out real easily. So I'm assuming that them saying, "Okay, cool. Now it can't be deflected at all unless you're blinded," means that they'll get some more use out of those, like those dual, dual nature style abilities. So also for spell slingers, sustain and vitality burst now display the correct focus cost. Doesn't mean jack anything. Means that you just <laughs> show you how much focus you're actually losing because spell slingers are focus. They're focus hungry classes. Uh, Void Pact will actually show the correct Empower Duration, and Wild Barrage will actually show the correct Damage Tick Time, which has been an issue with Wild Barrage, and people, I actually saw a person in Thade go like, why do I, why do I have to stand still for Wild Barrage for it to work? Carbine, please fix this ability, and we all went, but Wild Barrage, it's supposed to stop so you can dodge like a normal person, I don't get my brain hurts reading that sentence. How how do you not dodge? It's the five rules of dodge. Dip, dive, duck, dodge, dip, dive, duck, dodge, D's, something. Did you say dick in there somewhere? I heard no, dick I in dip, there somewhere. Dip. I, heard, I, heard, sure. I heard D's nuts. Oh, God, God damn it. <laughs> Just go to Stalkers already. Uh, stalkers, analyze weakness, tier four. Now immediately it regains suit power on cast. Okay. Uh, Impaled does more damage per tier, more damage from behind, and tier 4 now pierces 30% armor. Oh, yeah. Love that no. stalker damage. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. All the burst damage. Fuck stalkers. So oh, yeah. Well, you got warrior. You're... Yeah. And honestly, for warrior, the, I mean, the big thing is... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. It, it wasn't that big of a buff. At least the, the stealth damage... Yeah, it's was, not a huge, but it's enough where you combine that with that. It, tier it just four didn't peers. need to go up. <laughs> it just yeah. didn't need to go up. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be dirty. Somebody else tier four is a stalker. That look on that creepy ass smile on Nigo's face that explains <laughs> everything right there. That's the I'm going and dry face. <laughs> <laughs> so with warriors, there's really only two big things talked about with this game update. Relentless strikes, their damage has gone up, and obviously we're not a numbers cast, so we're not going to talk about the numbers in this. And Whirlwind, unfortunately, the tick damage went down. So, as much as you like to spin to win all the things and just the ability to suck people in and just wreck face, 
it won't do fuck as your much. spin to win. Fuck your spin to win. <laughs> I fucking hate spin to win so spin much. Spin to win is amazing. Oh my god. Tear that shit up to tier eight and you're sucking people in going, ha ha, suck it, suckers. It's the worst. The worst. I hate it. <laughs> so that's mostly all the class stuff. There's a bunch of changes, minute changes that'll help out, more quality of life stuff, some UI stuff that's been changed. So we do implore you guys to check out the Game Update Notes. As always, we just like to stick to the classes part and how that'll affect us and a little bit of commentary between them. Honestly, I didn't see any engineer notes, which leads me to believe that, once again, engineers are still kind of like the... Best the class base, in the game? The the best the, the baseline class. Like, they don't seem to really need a whole lot of fixes. They seem to be in a in an interesting sweet spot. Either that or their class designers are a little lazy. I, I, I would like to say this, okay, and I don't... I take this with very heavy heart, all right? I would like to apologize for any insults that I may have made about engineers in the past. And I still stand behind all of my insults to engineers in the past. Oh my god, I am having so much fun playing an engineer. Uh, like, it's so much fun. Like, yeah, I don't do the stupid monster amount of damage I was doing as a stalker, but there's so much more that you can do with an engineer versus a stalker. In my opinion, in my opinion, I know someone's going to freak out in chat. No, but you're wrong! Stalkers are this. Go in there, hit. If you don't kill them, run the fuck away. Or like, you're dead. Yeah, that's, that's what stalkers are to me. Uh, but engineers are like, oh... I'm just gonna I'm gonna try this, which is area effect damage, and I'm gonna do that, or I'm gonna be a single target person, or I'm gonna just like pack on the utility, or I'm going to just be a big beefy monster and fucking take all of the damage. I I, I love engineers. I still think the crazy thing I've seen so far in this game is that one engineer, one engineer we saw tank with just pure health. Yeah, that, that was so weird. Pure health engineer, like this this is disgusting. This shouldn't yeah. be happening at all. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. When we were doing that dungeon run, the engineer had like just umpteen thousand million health. It was amazing. That was hilarious. It was like literally all his gear was just spec for health. Although this was like 19 drops ago. So, yeah. And you know what? <laughs> weakness just kind of lies elsewhere. But for leveling and for other PvE non-raid instances, engineers seem to be a pretty interesting class. Pretty evened out compared to the rest of the field. But that's pretty much all the class note updates. Like I just said, we move on to some data mine stuff. And from here on out, as always... We're talking about PTR and data mine, which means they might not even exist by the time this show comes out. They might change drastically during PTR. Or we're just sure I'm talking about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Krug doesn't care about Halloween at all. Christmas time. Actually, my brother Christmas just told time me. Christmas time is here. <laughs> Sorry, what? My brother just told me that they said the target near their house already put up Christmas decorations a week Fuck before Halloween. Fuck you guys. Anyway, they're just doing it to. They're trolling. Like. Uh, what if we put up Halloween or Christmas decorations now? Uh. No, it's because they're a, they're a company that makes money off of selling products to people, and Christmas is dedicated to selling people stuff and people buying shit. Yeah. So they, if if it were up to Target and all these other, yeah, if it were up to these stores, Christmas shit would be up all year round. Yeah. yeah, so so I I don't blame them because they're fucking morons. It's people that have Christmas lights up. Those speaking people of, plug this shit out of, of Christmas. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, we've once again has, has outshone us all and has already started data mining and showing off the Winterfest decor items. So these are going to be stuff, assuming you you can put up on your plot. And it's very, you know what? I expected something much more uh, kind of like Tex Avery looking, like old school Looney Tunes. This feels very Grinchy. 
Like yeah. every, everything everything on here feels very Dr. Seussian and Grinchy. I, I'm sure that the instance that's going to be in the Christmas one is going to be something about why consumerism is bad. I, I just have a feeling. And then buy your $20 mount. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All but, I know is I want to convince Krug to let me become his uh, uh, roommate on his plot and just fill his plot up with the uh, coal-filled uh, stockings. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, bro. So it's uh, a bunch of fun stuff. Like, they have the, the sci-fi Christmas trees here that you can put presents on, I'm assuming. Uh, it's Yeah, like I said, it's very Susian themed it's, it's kind of – it's really unique that – Everyone kind of goes to this traditional in MMOs. They go to this traditional Norman Rockwell, Coca-Cola style thing we all know and love. And once again, Wildstar kind of shows that, yeah, we'll do your theme, we'll do your Christmas theme, but we're going to take this little odd angle where they decided to go for much more of a Tim Burton, uh, Henry Selleck style Halloween. This time they're going for more of a Dr. Seuss style Christmas. So there is that. I don't see anything in here of all these items that will make my house spookier. So whatever. You nothing for it. <laughs> Are you joking? So look at this clown. Like if you just put this clown in your plot by itself, it'd be the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And by clown I mean robotic snowman looking thing. Yeah. And honestly they they, they said they're gonna have a new expedition where you can go into a mall. I really want that mall to be have like very heavy uh Dawn of the Living Dead over themes. That's what I really want. That'd like, be scary. Like like the protostar people like go haywire and start attacking you? Yeah, I'm totally down. Please. Anyway, it's not just Halloween or, or and Christmas anymore. We have been getting ideas and data mine stuff about potential other holidays. I know last week we talked about Mardi Gras that might be happening during the next summer. I'm down. We also found a few things related to Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, like the My Little Pony horse. Yeah, there's a few. It's mostly like pets, right? Pets and, Pet, and it looks like yeah. a mount as well. Yeah, there's a couple of decor items. Like, there's like the the love bed, as I'm going to mm-hmm. call it. Like, that's, that's where all the magic. Happens. Put a couple of those in my house. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you know no. what I'm saying, guys? <laughs> this is where the magic don't happen. <laughs> Although I like the fact that instead of a cupid, it's actually a chua with a bow and arrow. That's actually kind of cute. Not gonna lie. Is it a chua? It's a chua on, on the bedpost. So we're gonna show the bedpost. It's a little chua right there. If you can zoom in on on is the it? headboard on the headboard. I, oh, I, yeah, it is a little chua. You're yeah. right. Interesting. But no one that cares about that because they really care about the next two items, one of which being a – looks like someone – like it looks like uh, one of those like uh, Pumera cubs that, oh. they, that someone just dipped in a vat of bubblegum pink and just yeah. stamped hearts on them like a Lisa Frank uh, cover. I don't know if, you <laughs> if you don't know what Lisa Frank is, uh, that means I'm old. <laughs> there's not enough dolphins in, in glimmer <laughs> exactly. there's not enough rainbows and oversaturated colors for that shit but, but yeah the of, fact that his eyes have changed to hearts the fact that he's got hearts on his fur like holy this crap. is also i don't know what this is the like the the weird teddy bear sewn up thing that's got claws and big horn teeth little, and it's little, holding a heart it's a little like wooly guys you see it in, in northern wastes yeah he's just pink this is the most fucked up looking Valentine's thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, if somebody gave this to me for love. Valentine's Day, honestly, that me and Lacunas would give me this for Valentine's Day, and I'd tell her to go fuck herself. Like, okay, so nope, this anyway, you're gonna you murder me. This right here is actually an item that you can get in game. They've just changed the color and they've added the heart. Yeah. So honest, honestly, it's like something. items like this, they're they're probably just using current assets and just changing colors to them. Yeah, but this looks fucked up. I think it's cute. All, 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 all of the pet, all of the the decor plushies had that kind of handmade hand stitch thing. You would think in the future in outer space they'd find a better way to manufacture plushies, but no, I digress. 
Apparently not. We're I'm also, just saying you're being called a pleb like crazy right no, now. No, being called a plebe, awesome. and it happened one time. Go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, someone's angry today. Damn. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah, I'm cursing actually, a bunch. It's not the only Get part that. of it. Everyone really wants the last little piece we haven't said anything yet about. The Valentine's Day Equivar, which looks like nightmare fuel. It's just purple with like flowers in its hair and stars. Like My Little Pony. It's like it, 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 it is. It's totally My Little Pony. It's like, super My Little Pony. It's, it's creepy. That's the kind of thing that's like, hey, I love you. Well, they give a knife in its hoof. Just, yeah. It's creepy. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Yeah, it's and, pretty awesome looking. And, <laughs> and to continue with that note, we are also showing off Wild's Weave's little video on upcoming pets and mounts. There is a butt ton of them. We get to see the My Little Pony Equivar in, in like, the better things, a better view. Some Ichthian stuff happening. Uh, I, you know what? There's a few of these things that look like they're, like, an Ichthian bubble mount. It's kind of cool. I think it's a mount. I want to hope it's a mount. If it's anything like the crawler, I expect it to be just monstrous and ginormous. Fucking enormous, yeah. 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 There are some really unique creatures happening here, and it feels like they're going to be from areas we don't quite know yet. It is a little like a little Turtwig looking character, like from Pokemon Turtwig. That's like a little raptor Turtwig, and there's a little like there's a there's a little scan bot, little probot with a wrapper on its head. It looks like a pet for uh, for um, Winterfest. So I think that'd be kind of cool. It's, it's, definitely check it out. Put the show notes on there, and let's see what we can have next up. I'm just saying, Carbine, you could probably put that My Little Pony mount on there for about a hundred dollars, and you'll have Clover still buy it. <laughs> Didn't we just talk about this? That's funny. Oh, well, Clover would buy it, but yeah, it's a Clover. Maybe, would. maybe, maybe Doom Kitty as well. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's not decrepit enough for Doom Kitty. <laughs> so we have one more thing about PTR data mine stuff. Once again, while we thank you guys very much for being super on the ball with this stuff, as always, they have a bunch of stuff coming from the test server. That means PTR is probably coming up pretty soon, and they're saying it might have the new cry. Cryoplex? What the fuck is Cryoplex? It's Tundra Dome. Oh, yeah. it's a Tundra Dome! The Tundra Dome! <laughs> yeah, the thing that we even had a fucking... Uh, you've called it Tundra Dome so much that you've actually I, literally I forgotten its real name. The real name. That's really <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. No one's gonna call it the Cryoplex. Well, I think everyone's gonna call it the Cryoplex. I refuse. I don't think people like Eclipse are gonna call it the Tundra Dome. Oh, I think they're going to call it what it is. I think if they call it the Tundra Dome, people will still know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, and in fact, we're being told in chat that PTR is up right now. So if you go and patch your PTR <laughs> server, you can go in there and check it out. I had a chance to check it out personally, so I, I'm sorry about that. The cosmetic what? PvP sets are available now. You can actually take a, a look over them. I believe they have a little preview image. Come on. They've set the prices up on them, but who knows if the prices will be static or not. And you know, we saw the pet video and that kind of stuff up too. There's new contracts are, are showing up. Uh, character panel gets updated again. There's a master tech tree for architects. So if you're an architect, this is your chance to go check out PTR right now and see what kind of cool new stuff you guys can build. Uh, they are having a new vendor that'll take care of modification tokens, so you can get dyes, decor, fab kits, and pets. There's gonna be you can tr- this is this is the part where we talked about a few weeks back where they're experimenting with the way runes work. And they're going to put the first part of that in PTR right now, which is you can trade in rune fragments. So, if I'm not mistaken, that'll be the process where you can trade in a set amount of rune fragments and get an upgraded version of that rune. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I highly doubt that that will stay the same as it is on PTR. Yeah, no, that's going to change for sure. I think those numbers are probably going to end up changing. Yeah. (laughs) And they do say, and there's an official thing from Carbine saying, you know, hey, 
get into PTR, please check out the Tundra Dome. It's for threes and for fives only. There is no 2v2 Tundra Dome. I don't o- believe o- Only signature do. status people, please. No, please, not. Jesus. Don't get <laughs> that, into it. I'm sorry. That goes without saying. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. Status, we already know. We all agree with that, too. But they yeah, do say, Chris. please go check out the Cryoplex. Uh, go try it out for threes and fives. Break it. We want to make sure that it's ready to go come whenever we launch this thing. So please go on all the wood that I, they actually release it without any bugs. Exactly. So we are going to do one or a few more things from the Strange Tales from the community. I'm going to do a little low-key this week. First <laughs> off, uh, Krug, if you could put the sound on for this video clip and let us know when it's done. Just play like maybe 10, 20 seconds of it. I want to make sure people understand how to play Wildstar the right way. Let me oh, know when you're you, up. You needed to tell me that like a super long time ago, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on! Anyway... Uh, hold on. Okay, he's gonna do keep, that. Keep talking. So, look, guys, we understand that like that one person in, in Fade. How do I play well? How do I play well? Sorry, well, brush. I'm not making fun of you. I promise, I'm not. It's just it was a question that took me by surprise. I'm not. I, I swear, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to be that person. I just felt really. I felt really confused. Like, how do you not understand that if you have a pause between the firing, you need to dodge, dip, duck, dive. Dodge, boom, this is the fire. thing Doc wants you all to see so badly, for some strange reason. How to play Wildstar right? Let us let us know. Yeah, yeah. Let us, let us know. <laughs> right. Can I talk again? Yes. Okay, I hurt my arm earlier this week, and it's a dumb move I did. So, yes, please, watch that video. Learn how to play Wildstar correctly. Get back to us. <laughs> and it's not That's just... Doc's the... BM of the week. That's a new segment that we have here on STOS. <laughs> we make fun of a specific group of people no, it's gotta specifically be it's so gotta that be... we lose viewership. That is the goal of this segment. <laughs> no, you see, it's, it's got to be alliterative. So it's Doc's dick move of the week. Uh... There we go. I like that. That's good. Yeah, but we need to we need to make it absolutely clear that you're you're being, being BM facetious. because that no 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 that you're absolutely making fun of people just to be a huge jerk. Like there can be no there can be no confusion about the fact that you're a dick. He Thanks. is that guy in Hearthstone that gets you down to one and leaves you alive for two rounds. Right, and then Knowing on the round where you're at one health and it's his turn, well, he plays like sixty cards even though he only had to attack you with like. A one-one that he already had played. That's yep. that's Doc. That's Doc in that show. <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, Twitch says we're banned for showing uh, a really rude clip to people. So um, what? That's I'm joking, bro. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> well, there's a few other things people are doing for to get into the holiday festive spirit. People are doing Wild Star Jack O' Lanterns. Now, yes, this two is we so wanted cool. to show off. One is a Chua that they actually showed off how it looks like in and out of the light. Yeah, it's really cool. Are you showing that one first? Yes. Nice. We'll let them see that for a little bit. And then also uh, Clover, who's taking care of WildstarDatabase.com. If I remember, that's the right website. Nope. DataCube. WildstarDataCube. WildstarDataCube.com. Go for that for all your dyes and pets. It's been a bit. She's also creating a Jack Shade Jack-O-Lantern, which is pretty sweet. Uh, Oh, I did not see this at the very bottom of the thing. Let me add this to you. It was most recently. The Chew is pretty, pretty freaking awesome. It even has little ears. But the Jack Shade one is pretty unique. It looks like it's just psychotic. It's pretty damn cool. 
<laughs> so Frodo and Jess says, I want to see the Chua one when it rots. <laughs> it just, it just <laughs> has a look at his face like, kill me, kill me. It just rots into nothing. <laughs> so those are those. I know there's a few more running around, but those two I wanted to show off because they're really, really cool. If I'm not mistaken, I believe that the Jack Shade Pumpkin will even have a top hat. Yeah, so, she's looking for one right now. Oh my god, it's going to be awesome. I need pictures. Clover, get us pictures now. <laughs> well, and this is not even finished. She's still working on it. It's still got a lot more uh, work to go. So, yeah. so it's the current step of it. <laughs> you have one week to Halloween. Yeah. Oh god, it's almost Halloween already. I know. Right. Uh, that's that's kind of what we're being led to believe. Anyway. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> <up>. Anyways, <laughs> keep going. So, The Secrets of Nexus is back, and Draycast is going in to show us a very unique little bit in Outpost M13. Now, the title I thought was really odd. I'm like, The Love of Lava. It's not much lava in Wildstar. And I believe they just realized they, that someone forgot to put an R in there. And so, <laughs> it's it's Draycast going through Outpost M13 and showing a little off-the-path little bit, and you making friends with a very fun larva. Mm. With an R. Mm. With an R. You don't make friends with lava. You don't make friends with you make friends with larva, not lava. It was the first wild star pet that you can get. Yeah. It was the very first one. I forgot all about that one too. Like I, I just almost saw a video, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. So if you're looking to complete your collection of pets and haven't gotten the larva yet, go check out the secrets of Nexus Love of the Lava. <laughs> mind you, mind you, uh, the once you exit that instance, it's uh, it's gone. Yeah. So it's not like you actually get to keep it. <laughs> but it's a little fun tag pet that he kind of runs around with you till you finish the expedition, and that's it. Yeah. So it's it's kind of cool. Little little bits. That's kind of the point of Secrets of Nexus is the literal secrets you may have missed. Yeah. So there is also something I want to talk to you guys about and see what you guys think about it. Someone on Reddit, I forgot the name. I do apologize. Let me find the the name right here. Lodi Lodi Lodi. Ninjawits. It's like a Jewish yeah. ninja. Ninja. So they made oh an interesting. God. It's his name is Ninjawits. It's a Jewish ninja. ninja Please bits. continue with the story Sorry. while we hate you. <laughs> so they decided to do the hollow wardrobe and they realized that there are three unique dyes. They're only available during Shades Eve and it's not a whole lot for them. Like 195 Omni bits. You can kind of level like normal and then pick that up. And I strongly suggest you do because the Shades Eve black dye is virtually identical to the Black Hole Black dye. So if you've not gotten the Black Hole Black dye, getting the Shades Eve Black dye along with the Shades Eve Orange and Purple is going to be your best bet to make sure you have the uh, the dyes you want. Yeah, is... so on screen right now, you can see a wipe between the two dyes. Like, look at the list of dyes on the left-hand side. You'll see the indicator switch from Shades Eve Black to Black Hole Black. They're the exact same in yeah. the screenshot. Someone says a little more purple in it. It's it's so hard to distinguish that you would have to have that, yeah, that unique eye. They are slightly different, but... They do say... Uh, like, when you're zoomed out, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> and chat does want to point out that these are multi-claim dyes. So if you just yes, buy them once from the chat shop... And actually, from what I understand, all dyes are multi-claim. Yes. I don't think I've seen a dye that is not multi-claim yet. They won't be. But there is a caveat. There's one major difference between the Black Hole Black Dye and the Shades Eve Black Dye, and that is the cost to dye. Now, if you look closely, the Black mm. Hole Black Dye, to get your entire channels dyed, will, will set you back almost two and a half plat. True. I did not notice that. Doing that same exact all channels black with the Black Hole Black Dye only costs you just I under one plat. It is and nearly, 91 gold. Yeah, 91 gold. It'll, it costs you nearly 2.5 times as much. 
little less, almost like two hmm. times as much. So that's you, stupid. I don't know, yes, man. I absolutely agree with you 100%. I don't know. I mean, it should cost the same sh- per channel per color. No, not really, because I mean, was yeah, it infrared? Absolutely. Red, absolutely. It, absolutely. It, like, it, should not, it should not matter what here. color dye I have, yep. mm-hmm. it should cost the exact same amount of money. Hear, hear me out on this. I'm not saying, I'm listening. I'm not saying you're wrong. You? Hear me out on the logic. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. So, Black Hole Black is. You're wrong. Ludic- <laughs> Black hole black is ludicrously hard to get. It's supposed to be. It was black black and white are the two hardest dyes to get. So the okay. option was you can have this version of it, which is virtually identical from the cash shop. It's far easier to get. People want to complain anymore. It's limited time only, so get it while supplies lasts. The issue is if it's that easy to get and they already have separated their die costs based on rarity, you have a black substitute, a near black substitute. The trade-off would have to be a higher, more expensive die, die cost. All right. Okay. I, I knew you were going to say that from the second you said, hear me out, that it makes sense logically. It makes sense logically. But dumb move. Dumb move. If I, they I'm want to have something rare, just make, make it fucking rare. Like, just do that. How about that instead? Just yeah. make it rare. Yeah. Uh, the the fact is, is that it, it, they are different colors and they, they should have made them a little bit more different, in my opinion. Yeah. But I don't give a single fuck about what color each thing is because some people might want those brownish tintish colors for their specific costume and what they want. And some people are going to want those black dyes. I don't think that having, I think having the rarity is nice because it makes people want to search for the colors that they want, but turning around and then punishing them for it on the same time is, is dumb. Is dumb, yeah. dumb, 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 once, dumb. Once you have the dye, you need to be able to use it. Like, it, honestly, I'm baffled that it costs money to redye your stuff at all. Like, why would you put that barrier around this system? That's like, always that the case with every sense. MMO, though. It's, every MMO either has a monetary dye or, or, up, or some other exchange. It's like, That's just up. the way they do it. That's how they make that's mm-hmm. how they I do the gold sink. Economy I, I don't have an issue with costing money because, theoretically, if you're taking a look at this, you're paying someone to dye your clothes. I get that. I, I understand the monetary cost. The problem I have is the fact that they cost different depending on the color. It, because Simply because of the rarity. It, exactly. So that's that's fucking dumb. Just I think the only one them, that would make, make it uniform. I think the only one that would make more sense would be the shades of orange because I don't see that shade of orange anywhere else in the game right now. They're all some kind of like desaturated version of brown or orange or or, or, or beige or something. So that one will stand out. There's a, there's a quite a bit of purples already. So shades of purple, I don't know how much it'll stand out. Uh, but man, yeah, it's just a, such an odd thing to have a huge discrepancy in the in the prices. And actually, I'm kind of glad it's only two and a half clack instead of how much it could have been. It shouldn't cost a plat. I like, know, but wait, but wait, wait till we get to Winterfest because what are Winterfest colors? White, blue, gold, red, green. Like those are super common colors. Yeah. White, I, I, white, blue, gold, red, green are like the major are the major Winterfest colors. I'm Those just saying super they, common they colors. They don't they don't have to add like they didn't have to add the shades of black. Like that was a thing that they made the decision. Like they they yeah. did not have to do that. Like the cost is stupid. We have so many gold sinks in this damn game already. So many gold sinks. We don't need one this extreme. Like. You're literally changing the color of something. Two plat versus like two and a half plat versus one plat. All right. 
STOS vote who thinks Doc is wrong? Who thinks Doc is correct? All right, cool. Uh, the Doc is wrong vote has it. <laughs> it, ding, logically, ding, ding. it logically makes sense. I didn't say it has to be correct. It just logically makes sense. That's all I'm saying. And you know what? It could be worse. We could have a faction like say, we could have a, a subject like say, from personal experience, Guild Wars, where if you want to add shit like the back piece, you have to have a transmutation token with you, which how do you even get those? It's like through PvP and stuff, right? Yeah, you have to grind yourself out in PvP to get those tokens, whereas Wildstar, changing those same channels will just cost you gold. I would rather grind. I would I would rather grind and have it as a reward than have to sit there and pl- pay money for different priced items. We're just going to name this episode, we're all cheap, miserly bastards. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> we're just complaining about how much stuff costs. Back in my day, I could get seven cheeseburgers for a dollar and still have enough money to take the bus home. After, after my matinee movie. Anyway. What? Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, we are getting close to the end here, and I wanted to give one more quick shout-out. Two more quick shout-outs, actually. Wildcast came out with their most recent episode. I didn't put the link in there because it's kind of obvious. It was from last week when we did the Megacast, which actually oh, does yeah, remind yeah. me, how much does... How much does Krug owe them in Platt? Uh, how much do you owe them in Platt? You mean? I don't know. Wasn't the rule that? I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like if you the rule was you owed the money whenever I, I cursed. I don't know that about was that. the rule. I mean, I know, but then you started piling it on. I figured we better help me out here a little bit, buddy. Well, I mean, that's not going to be a thing. So oh. you know, say I'm goodbye looking, to all of your money ever. Right? How much do I owe them? I forget. Like what? Seven, eight Platt, probably. I think it was, yeah, twelve I'm just to saying, fourteen. I don't oh. think I cursed once. Actually. Well, that's actually good on you, surprisingly. Why don't my... Yeah. Right? I'm a little I, disappointed. The one who swears the most <laughs> didn't swear at all. I was really waiting for that tirade at the end of the episode to just fucking go nuts off of everyone. I'm like, no, my wallet, why? <laughs> <laughs> so there is that. Go check out Wildcast. If you haven't had a chance, yes, check out Wildcast STOS. Wildcast is wonderful. They're awesome, as always. And like they said, Kelzim is going to be their permanent third chair, so oh, yeah. the episode after it's this, I really want to see how that works out. On, uh artsy fartsy he's a graphic designer so he's like right up your alley doc you two should kiss and stuff well i i I think his i don't think his partner would really like that no i don't i don't think your partner would like that either i don't think she would either (laughs) i'm pretty pretty sure both partners would look at us and go hmm yep well more for her to be confusion i think he's you know what she might be into it. I don't, okay, we're going off. We're going off Wildstar yep. topics way <laughs> far. We have one. We have one more thing this week. And she turns her head like, "What the fuck you saying?" The Hollow Show episode four is out. I'm getting the evil eyes there in the back of my head. It is a spell slinger centric episode. A few soccer guys in here, so if you are a light armor guy, definitely go check out the Hollow Show. It's pretty cool as always. It's TJ's kind of going through the the. It, the little digging into the archives of, of housing or housing, clothing and costume and dyes. So please always go check that out. Yeah, so gentlemen, good. is there anything else you wanted to talk about a little bit more as we get towards the end of this show? Do you want to go back to this whole discussion about multi-claim versus single claim? Cause it's, it's still kind of like a really heavy topic going on right now, especially cause this is the first time and who knows if they're going to actually stick to their guns for the next event or if they'll actually make the adjustments necessary. Uh, I think they're going to take the data that they gain and see how many people actually went forward and bought the Z-Pre um, mount. And they're going to probably going to not release the same item, but release a different item for a much lower cost or uh, for the same cost but multi. 
And I think they're going to compare the two and determine which one's best. I don't think Probably. that they're going to stay. I, I, there's just no way that they're going, at least let me rephrase that. If they were smart, <laughs> they would not do that again. They would not do that again without, yeah, without more data. Or at least and, more incentive to. Well, well no, because what I'm saying is they may go to a different uh, means and then go back to it. I'm not saying and, – and, by, by, and the reason I say that is they may look at the data and say, oh, wow, uh, we had you know, 500 people buy the Z Pre uh, for 20 bucks, but I only had you know, 30 people buy the you know, pumpkin patch mount uh, you know, for, you know, for less money. Uh, so I, theoretically, we could make more money off of, uh, off of the Z Pre. You know? So what Indigo is trying to say in a much more concise way is that the math might indicate that even though less people are buying an item at a higher price, that it's still more revenue in their pocket. Yeah. yeah. The, the, if they were smart, they would try at least one other method before making yes. their final decision. And the worst part yep. is that these are two fantastic looking mounts that, that they decided to try this out on. And like we said in chat, as of this recording, at the end of the day... They're getting rid of all the Z pre hoverboard for this time, and I don't believe we're going to see the DeLorean mount. Oh, sorry, the Z eighty eight hoverboard ever again. Like I, uh, I don't think we're going to see it again. I really don't. I mean, I'm fairly certain we'll see Doc Zemet show up again for more challenges. Maybe even Madi McF- McFlee or something. Whatever weird ass name they want to do. But uh, yeah, I'd love to see like their their stats on it. How how many people bought it over what period of time? Like before and after the big backlash was happening. So. People do our chatter saying, remember to vote with your wallets. That actually is the case. Yep. People always say, man, we do the pre-orders and, blah, 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 and the things in the cash shop. Like, really? You really want to send your message? We can bitch and moan all we want, but if we don't buy it, that sends a much stronger message to whoever is in charge of setting these prices or the marketing it's behind it. It's a fucking it. little bean counter somewhere that's just like, oh, yes, money. <laughs> and it's no, it's no- Guess you did that. I did not buy the Z Primount, even though Neither I did want I. it. I want the Z88. But I did not get it because I, I wasn't going to pay that. So badly. I didn't I get it because see- I'm a fucking adult and I know that twenty dollars isn't worth a mount in a game. Yeah, that's twenty dollars. Yeah. Oh my god! I could buy a six pack that will last me longer. <laughs> it's true, actually. I get way more enjoyment out of any quantity of alcohol. That's how they should measure it. Go, okay, is this one beer worth? Is this two beers <laughs> worth? Is this a bottle of wine worth? Or is this like, you know, that's how they, that's how they should like determine whether or not. On, like, a serious note, on a serious note, STOS does not endorse drinking and driving. Right? Or what drinking and hoverboarding? Right. I mean, I've drinking already done, that. I've done okay. that multiple times in games. No, it's not. It's not. Drinking and hoverboarding in game is completely acceptable. I mean, what are they gonna do? Run into a mount? You know, be great is that at a certain point in in the game in, in these new um, Z Pre races, it's a longer race. But if you hit the wrong bit, like a Z Pre hoverboard cop comes after you. Not only is it to beat your friends, but also the cop. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and again, that's why you don't. Design games. I'm just saying that Z88 <laughs> should good. have like a little counter on the back that when you start it speeds up and it goes all the way up to 88. And once you hit 88, flames start shooting out of the back of you. Oh, that's a good idea. Well, they have the, they have the effect for that. Super o- on the Z88? No, it's it's a, it's, a, it's an effect item you get. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. yeah, make that shit happen. So I would think like I I've always said for, before, I could work for Carmine. maybe we should. Yeah, I mean we've already said you know. If we're, if we're going to bitch the bitch, then we shouldn't really be bitching at all. 
my thought is, like I said earlier, maybe some people have asked before, you know, should I make a signature status account? Should I have a signature status account? What's the point? I just get, you know, a few perks for leveling. That's about it. Now, some people will definitely disagree with me on this. And I don't blame them, but I think this is an option that would really make signature status an enticing thing where you actually got a discount in the cash shop. Even if they so decided think- even if they decided they're never gonna change the prices on these mounts and the ZED does come back and it's still twenty dollars, if they said, Hey guys, if you are a signature status with us, you get like a fifteen percent discount or something. As a signature status right. person. I deserve to pay less money for stuff because I, deserve- I already pay carbine money. I'm I all- completely- feels so good. I completely agree with you, Doc. Um- Smashing idea, Doc. <laughs> Smashing. You didn't have the guffaws in there. No, Doc, I'm with you. I, I, I'm with you. It makes sense. I think the price point has to be right. I think they have to release enough stuff every month that it makes it worth the monthly fee. Like, if I bought everything in the cash shop that they released every month, it has to amount to oh. – with with the total that I've spent – with the total that I've given to Carbine, including the sub, it has to amount to less than – what I would have paid if I didn't have the discount if I bought all the things that they released. Does that make sense? That was a little convoluted this way of saying that. This is yeah. what I have been saying since the beginning. You guys give me so much shit for it. Like, I know, that's what, love that's what I'm trying to say. Like, the signature status doesn't fucking yeah, make We weren't saying you were wrong. We just love giving you shit for it. Yeah, just the way you said it is what we were making. <laughs> so this is, is a this is a status member. This is oh. this is my thought. This is my thought, and this is what I think I'm going to do. You guys can give me a hard time for this or not. I'm going to keep my signature status until I hit the perk where I get additional end coins, like my end coin drop rate increases, and then I think I might unsub. That's fair. You can still play the game as intended the whole way through. I can play the game as intended all the way through, and I'm getting Omnibits, which means I'm going to be able to get uh, – sh- because the Omnibits aren't considered to be a you currency. Said, you said end coin drop rate. Sorry, sorry. Omnibits, sorry. Omnibits, sorry. Because – Omnibits aren't considered to be uh, uh, currency with your signature status, so you won't get as much. So if I go back to non-signature status and I'm a free-to-play player, after I've gotten that reward, I can buy the things that are in the cash shop and spend that $15 a month and get more out of it than I would as a signature status person. And someone in chat did say, what about a stipend, like Star Wars does with its cartel coins? That only works if you weren't getting Omnibits, really. The only way to get cartel coins in Switch War is by paying money. And I think a stipend with the Omnibits seems a little redundant from a marketing standpoint. I would kind of agree with that as much as I wouldn't like it personally. Anyway, a stipend, I think, is something that would probably never happen in this game, mostly because of that optional currency that's completely free. Other games that give you stipends, typically there's no other way possible sure. to get that coin. So I think this is a perfect opportunity for us to end the show and give the people that are listening to the podcast or uh, watching the video to re- come come join us during the live show because we're going to stick around yeah. and go way more into this because it seems like chat is really interested in talking about this. So we'll say our goodbyes and uh, you know if you are watching this at a later point, I hope you guys come see us live. So Indigo, where can we find you online? You can find me at... Indigo Jones QT on Twitter. You can email me at indigo at qtimes.com. Uh, if you want to get all three of us, you can email us at stos at qtimes.com. Krug, what about you? 
My name is Krug. You can reach me at KrugQT on Twitter. You can also email me. My email address is Krug at KeyTimes.com. That's Q-U-E-U-T-I-M-E-S.com. I love your faces. <laughs> I'm apparently <laughs> Philip DeFranco now. <laughs> <laughs> and as for me, God, your beard grew back fast. As for me, you can find me on Twitter East, at DocQT. And I, I actually had to trim off like two and a half inches off my beard because I need to go to uh, job. So did I. End the show. Yeah, that's it for Strange Tales Matter Space episode 68. As always, we are Doc Indigo and Krug. You guys have fun. We will catch you on the audio next week. Mm-hmm. And this one, I'm going to extend the ending because Krug likes doing it. Bye. I've already put God. the post-show thing up. <laughs> I edit the videos. If he can, if he can edit it, no can. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway. Also, so for those of you who are with us and are uh, for your first time, this oh, is the post-show, which is...